Hi, everybody, and welcome back once again to This Week in App. I am your host, John Ancelon, and glad you could join me for another edition. And I hope by now you have downloaded your Anchor podcast app to your phone. The phone's the best way to do it. You have a lot more options there, and you can become a part of the podcast if you do download the app and favorite the This Week in APA podcast. And uh, uh, I explained it last week. The link will come to me. And if at any time you want to send me a message, you can in the voicemail uh, portion of your app. And if I decide I want to call you and get your opinions for a future podcast, I can do that. But only if you download the Anchor app and favorite the TWIA podcast. So do that right away. Well, the Major League Baseball season has gotten underway. NHL and NBA wrapping up their regular seasons, getting ready for the playoffs. So a whole lot going on in golf. You got the Masters coming up very shortly. So a lot of things happening in sports. And we try to cover a little bit of it as we go along. We'll certainly uh, be talking baseball all through this coming year. And as the NBA and NHL playoffs get started, we'll kind of cover those as well. But as far as this edition of TWIA, got a pretty good show for you. I think a very good show, actually. I'm going to talk with John Cody. He is a longtime uh, member of the APA community. He's gone to a bunch of the APA conventions and has a very unique way of playing his games. And uh, hadn't talked to John until uh, doing this interview. And uh, a very pleasant guy, fun guy to talk to. I think you're going to enjoy the interview with him. I'm also going to bring Dominic Proviciero onto the show to do his first uh, segment of Commissioner's Corner. Uh, Dom periodically is going to be coming on the podcast and doing about a 10, 15 minute segment on league play. He'll run the gamut of how you get started, how you draft players, how to set up rules, you name it. Dom's going to cover it. And you can also uh, give me and Dom some feedback by sending in your voicemail messages to the podcast. I will relay them to Dom and possibly play them during the following podcast after Dom does his segment. So uh, certainly uh, you have a lot of ways and a lot of reasons right now to become a part of the This Week in APA community. Here we go. Starting off with my interview with John Cody. When we come back, you're listening to This Week in APA. And I'm your host, John Aslan. We'll be right back. My first guest tonight is a gentleman who, well, some of you might know him if you've ever been to the uh, APA conventions. Uh, he plays a little baseball tournament, and uh, when he does, he, he likes to announce his players in a very unique and, to some, humorous, some maybe annoying way. But either way, we're going to find out how he does it. He's never been on the program before, and I want to welcome in right now John Cody. John, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for taking the time. Hey, John, I'm doing wonderful. I'm really glad to talk to you, buddy. Love APA. Well, that's great because most everybody that I talk to has the same comment about APA. They love the game. They're addicted to it in some cases. And and, and as always, when I talk to a first-time guest, I like to find out how they became acquainted with APA, how were they introduced to it. What's your story? Well, I actually started playing APA when my first season was 1980. And my best friend, a fellow named Billy Bell, who uh, we've been playing in APA, gosh, since 1980, we were 13. We started playing with his uncle who introduced us to the game. His uncle lives in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. And um, we really, we never really, it's funny, we started from the master game from the get-go. We didn't really know about the basic game because he played oh, the really? master game. Oh, okay. So from day one, we played the master game. And kind of a funny story. Um, me and him have been playing by ourselves and playing tournaments and, you know, playing all night for God since we're, we're both in our fifties. Now we were back 13 back then. Well, just a few years ago, we kind of realized that, uh, 
the Atba, you know, home office had moved to George Alpharetta. We, we both live in Jacksonville. Right. So we made our first pilgrimage ever. It was a little closer than Lancaster mm-hmm. and met John and found out, mm-hmm. well, heck there's annual conventions and tournaments and a whole world of people we didn't even know about. We were like on our own Island for 37 years. <laughs> so I didn't, I never played the basic game until my first Alpharetta convention. And it's kind of funny. I made several blunders, not knowing about playing it safe or there you slow go. guys getting gunned out the plate because I was not familiar with the basic game. So I might be the only guy you've ever talked to that, you know, kind of knew the master game backwards and forwards, but did not understand the basic game that well and had to kind of learn it after playing two or three different tournaments. So you it know, kind of wasn't a backwards kind of a deal to get there. I, that's exactly right. Most people are I always say they started out with the basic game and then kind of that they wanted a little more, a uh, little more action, maybe a little more reality. And so they went with the, the master game, but yeah, that had to be kind of a culture shock for you to walk into the app tournament and find out that, uh, you know, now you got to play it safe. You don't have a, a 34 chance out of 36 to get the third on a single to right, you know? So, a little yeah, it, was, it was kind of fu- funny story. Uh, my buddy, you know, Billy Bell, we both went to our first convention in 2015. And um, he's also a high school baseball coach, very much into baseball. Like we're both baseball junkies. And uh, I kind of picked his team out for him. He said, why don't you scout some teams out? And I gave him the 2013 Tigers. So he got, lo and behold, he got to the finals and lost the 98 Yankees. And he was up like 2-1, you know, two games to one that third game. Didn't realize the basic game, you got to say playing it safe with a slow runner. Uh And had a guy gunned at the plate, which might have prevented him from losing that fourth game. But he went on to get hammered the last two games. We were laughing so hard saying, my gosh, dude, I did not realize how different the basic game is. The (laughs) The little nuances, you know, it cost me like maybe the tournament right there. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, we, we've learned and it's now I think we both are a little more familiar with it and now we play it quite a bit as well but I love both games equally now after three or four years of playing the basic game uh, yeah now now what what year did you go to that your first convention uh 2015 um okay. and I brought I'm a diehard Atlanta Braves fan so I uh oh. once again I, I kind of had that master game mentality because I'm always thinking you know pitching pitching and more pitching Sure. Yeah. Whereas the basic game, a little bit more geared toward like offense, pretty, you know, because you can't stop extra base hits and all that. Yep. So I brought my uh, 2013 Atlanta Braves, who was like the uh, last division winner before the big teardown and rebuild. You know, I felt pretty good about it, but uh, those A and C's and those A's, they don't do a whole lot against some hard hitting 50s and 60s teams. So <laughs> I, after taking on the chin pretty good, I learned that uh, maybe I need to reevaluate what kind of team I bring to the Alpharetta in some of these basic game tournaments. But yeah, it was, they, it was yeah, a lot of fun they, though. They can be a little bit different, <laughs> but, but uh, like you said, they're fun. And and what I, I've been saying all along, and John Hurston kind of uh, uh, echoes that, and a lot of guys who are annual uh, participants to the Abbott Convention and get into the tournaments, it's just all about fun and the camaraderie. It's not if you go there with this fixation of winning the tournament, you're really going with the wrong attitude. It's just all about. The friendships, am I right? I, I totally agree. Because I mean, you you know, if you if you win, everybody wants to win. We're all competitive. You wouldn't be playing a game if you weren't sure. so competitive. Yeah. But yeah, you you want to go for the fun and the stories and the meeting the new people and you know and hearing about because everybody usually brings people they have affinity for teams or players or personalities and they give you background about them. I've heard the best stories from some of the old timers about this player or that player, and I knew about them from a statistical standpoint. But I didn't know, you know, what high school or what they were doing in the community or how they were, you know, their college antics. It was just great to hear some of the stuff behind the scenes from some of the guys that were so invested in the Tigers organization or the Pirates yeah. organization, you know, from the back in the day. I, I've learned a lot of useful uh, tidbits. If I ever have to win some sports trivia, I'm going to be ready to win it on some 1950s yeah. trivia. <laughs> maybe, we'll uh, la- maybe we'll add that to the convention. But, but I think you're right about that. And I think a lot of guys coming from different parts of the country – you know, have just a love affair with their hometown team or, you know, even you're from Jacksonville, Florida, but you Mm -hmm. love the Braves. And I'm sure you know a lot more about the Braves than the guy from uh, St. Louis who might follow the Cardinals. I know that, uh, you know, I play a a replay, a 1964 replay, and I love going back and reading the bios of the players that are playing in that season. And I'll bring up something at just – a party or at a bar and people look at me like 
how do you how do you know that about uh, Jeff Torborg of the Dodgers? I mean, who, who nobody knows Jeff Torborg of the Dodgers, but you know, I've 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 read about it, and so you do become involved. And again, it's Apple that gives me or 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 appeals to me about going and finding out about players from the past. You know, I, I kind of say further along that point. Another thing I love about Apple all my life, just one of the many many things, the nicknames. I mean, I, yeah. I know some of the nicknames, but my God, I'll whip out nicknames from an Apple card from 74 to somebody They're like, when was he ever called the pig? I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm telling you, that's the pig. <laughs> and I mean, it's just great to impress people with stuff like that. Because I'm always yelling at Bob Horner calling him the pig because one year he was called the pig, you know, not Horner. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, my buddy always called him the pig. It's hilarious. But uh, he was my favorite player growing up, him and Dale Murphy as a kid. But oh, yeah. um but another thing, back in the day when we first got into it, I bought the Atma football game. I'm a big Camp Bay Buccaneers fan. Back, oh, good. In, yeah. back in the day, at least I was. So I played mm-hmm. several seasons, 80-81 football, and I bought the basketball game. And um, I had a little harder time kind of getting with the basketball game. It was a little more complicated, and I, and I like complicated stuff, but I probably shouldn't give it enough time. But yeah. it was a fun game, and I actually bought the boxing game back in the day. Wow. But, um, baseball pretty much has been my dominant you know, at least the last 30 years that that football was more of a two or three little year thing. Early eighties. Yeah. I, I did for a while. I think I may come back to football again. Cause I am impressed with what all John's done with the football game and the new seasons and the college. I've just got to find time for it. I think as we're getting older and working in families. It's kind of, you know, hard to it's... find time for everything as it is. You well know trying to hunt me down was tough as it was, <laughs> but it, it is, but we, but we finally found you and we're happy that we did, but, but you're right. It does. It does take some time when you want to kind of venture out. Uh, and and you are uh, you are not wrong about the basketball game. Everybody I've ever talked to said it is was just too tedious, just too tedious of a game to play, and, and they just could not get uh, an ease of play factor into it. And so that kind of just disappeared. But but you hit football and you hit boxing. Boxing was a very popular uh, appa appa game. But again. It just comes to how many people are going to play that game and does it make it profitable for the company or even cost-effective for the company to do it, but at least you tried them out. No, I aim into that. I definitely want – I'm so happy that John bought the company and, and kind of saved it and, and grew it and took it because without him, who knows where, sure. you know, app is going to be at. So I feel very grateful for John for, for doing that. So I so I understand he's got a def you definitely can't do you know you're not gonna do something to lose money so yeah. whatever whatever I can do to support them financially or trying to recruit new members or anything I, I'm all about it because I just uh, like you said in the beginning a lot of us are at but crack addicts yep, basically you're right. just I, and if I'm not looking my wife's like if you look at one more team of cards <laughs> to evaluate seven years from now if you might want to bring them to some kind of tournament for the love of God get a life you know but. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm always looking at cards constantly, and this is what I would do here, and this is the 22 guys I'd probably take. And <laughs> yeah. If there's a rule about J4, I might want this guy in the seventh yeah. inning. You know, who knows? And, right? But I'm always obsessing over stuff like that, just enjoying looking at them and pouring over them. Uh, getting back to the thing you said earlier in the call, yeah, I, I tend to be somewhat colorful sometimes. And like you said, some people get a kick out of it. Some people, you know, probably think I'm a pain in the ass. But, yeah, tell um, us a little bit about it. I like to sometimes – Sometimes, you know, I will sing to the cards if I need to get them going. Uh, one year I had a good run, like in 2015 with the 2005 Astros, when I, I think I lost out in the semis to the 85 Cardinals, who won the Alpharetta Convention that year. But I had pretty good success motivating, uh, you know, some of the guys like uh, Mike Lamb. Had a little version of Mary, oh, had sure. a little Lamb. We were kind of singing to him, getting them going, and uh, – <laughs> You know, and kind of, you know, I, I spell Bagwell names, Baggy, and get it going. And uh, just, you know, I have a personal relationship with the cards. I definitely, uh, they, they seem kind of like flesh and blood to me sometimes when I'm playing. So I'll either get aggravated with them or get them pumped up or stroke them or whatever I need to do. So, uh, yeah, I like to do walk-up music sometimes. Sometimes I'll turn my iPhones on with music and have it kind of blaring before the first roll, you know, kind of give them a little personality. 2001 Space Odyssey quite a bit. Gets me pumped for cards coming. I'll get that player and then at the crescendo, roll the dice sometimes. Yeah, I, you know, I can see how that can I, be distracting. But see, that's that's a nice little strategy there. You kind of get into your opponent's head. He's thinking we're just going to get a dice roll instead. You get 
you know, 2001, you know, and, and, and the, 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 the soundtrack's playing and you've distracted them. And now all of a sudden you have the upper hand. And so I, I totally agree with it. That, that is a great uh, sportsmanship right there. Well, the wacky thing about it is half the time I'm doing it by myself playing solitary. So my wife's looking at me like, who are you trying to motivate exactly? Are you trying to distract yourself? So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely will have the same enjoyment solitaire. I'll talk out loud like I'm the announcer or, oh, yeah. you know, and she's like, who are you talking to exactly? You know, well, I'm just kind of talking to the cards and the game. And the, to the, the fans, and, to, the, the, yeah. to the imaginary fans that are watching the game here. Come on, be honest. So, yeah, I, I provide my own comment. I think I amuse myself quite a bit, you know, on that kind of stuff. But it's 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 just so much fun. And uh, now in the last three years since the advent of the Atma Go game, you know, that's something I've even gotten more obsessed with. Just, I mean, I bet I play that nightly, mm-hmm. you know, just constantly. I'm in two or three different leagues. And uh, the, the problem for me is I just got to make sure I don't get spread too thin because sometimes I might get overcommitted. And, you know, just I got to make sure I, you know, I oh, keep yeah. up with the gameplay, yeah. you know, and just keep up with my games. And I really enjoy the app, but go. It's uh, quick and easy. You know, you can play any team. I bought the uh, monthly subscription. Sure access to everything, everything you know just right there at your fingertips yeah. and you get the new cards immediately months before everybody else you can see what's going on and it's just so fun to be able to middle of the night 11 p.m of a vampire just to <laughs> get online and put out a challenge with the 08 braves and somebody three times runs away picks it up and we play a game and start chatting you know for 30 minutes and then we're done. It's just a really cool concept. Super cool. It, it really is. And, and it's in its, it's, it's in its infancy, really. It's just going to get better and become a better game and a, and a better format to, to play on. For those who like to play, you're always going to have your rollers. I mean, there's no question about that. And you'll have your BBW guys, but Apago is the new way is the new wave, I think in the Apa community. And, and I think it's also going to bring some younger players in as well, because it is more of a face to face thing. It really is, and I, and I, and it's kind of been kind of neat too because I've been to a few regional tournaments. I went to one in Chattanooga, which is within my uh, driving sphere of influence, pretty much out of Florida. And you know, it's funny some of the guys you know I actually played at, but go with and now I'm putting a face with a name, and then I see some of the guys in Alpharetta. John, we talk to you every night, and <laughs> wow, now we meet you. Yeah. You know, we had we had a tournament last weekend down in. Uh, St. Cloud down below Orlando and you know some of the guys are at Bago guys right. so it's kind of neat to have that bond with these guys you see at different cards and dice tournaments yeah. now it's just uh it's just it's really neat it really is I um you know back in the day you know I, I dabbled with a few other games uh status pro for a little bit and then everybody always you know you'd hear Stratomag talked sure. about mm-hmm. and I never liked any of those games it's never had the connection with me it never Never the cards, the gameplay. Just for for me personally, none of those other games really held a candle to app. But it just somehow or another, it just it locked me in, and I've been uh, kind of a slave to it ever since. It's just something I can't ever get out of my system. It's just so much fun. You know, you can have a whole lot worse hobbies. It's a, it's a great hobby, I think, and a great way to make friends and spend time. I think so. Yeah, it, it really Very is. Much. And and I think people are starting to think that I'm I'm forcing people to say that. App is the better game to Stratomatic and, and pursue the pennant in those games. I don't – and honestly, it comes down to every time somebody says, well, I've played different games, but I've come back to Appa. It's always because of the feel that you get, the real Major League Baseball feel that you get. And I haven't played any of the other games. I haven't played football. I haven't played soccer. But at least for the baseball game, they – and it's – almost unanimous in fact it has been unanimous that it's just a better feel for the game through APA than any of those other games and you've just affirmed that 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 the statement yeah it's it's something about the cards it's just there's magic in the card just uh holding them in your hand and having all the options it's something about the cards just to, to me I'm more enamored with like, and I have a big baseball collection from when I was a kid, the big comic book collection. Mm-hmm. I never look at those. I mean, they're, God forbid, one day we go destitute. I'll sell them off <laughs> if I need to to make money. Right. But the Apple cards, the ones I'm constantly looking at and holding my hands and, you know, just it's, it's something about them. This is magical to me. I, I love looking through the Apple cards. Yep. I can spend hours doing that. It, yeah, and, and many, many do. I, I know when I get my new set, uh, I'll just sit there. Four hours and and just 
go through them, almost each and every card. And, and just to look at where the numbers are, you know, who got the, the double column, who got the single column, uh, you know, pitchers grades. It, it, it's, it's just, it is just something nostalgic about it uh, because we've all been playing for a long time, most of us anyway. And so it, it's just that, that comfort feel. It's like eating fr- fried chicken and mashed potatoes. You know, you just feel good about it. Is, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's such a good statement. Cause I can remember, you know, I started playing when I was 13, I'm 51. I can remember going through bad, you know, first high school breakup, broken hearted, but you're playing out, but you have that, that was there. Or you're, you know, you're going through a hard time at work. You're stressed at work, but you got to have right. Apple's a stress reliever. It's the, it's the whole of the world. You're at the baseball world. It's just, uh, it's been with me forever. You know, it's always there as a comforting uh, best friend at the baseball, you know, always, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's like an old dog, you know, it's your, it's your best friend. It's always there. Yeah. I've got a funny story for you. I, I like to, to hear it. Go ahead. I think you'll get a kick out of the story. So back when I was really young, I don't know, maybe um, eighth grade or so, you know, just playing, playing Apple for a couple of years, you know, me and my best friend, Billy Bell, I'd mentioned in Jacksonville, we would, you know, we play all night. We leave all nighters, start at 6 p.m. and get done about 7 in the morning, whatever we were playing, original franchise or tournaments we draw up, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're always playing that. But he had he had a sister who was real cute. Who I always had a big crush on all my life. <laughs> and uh, so her and her girlfriends would come over, you know, and I was kind of a shy, fat kid playing out. But, <laughs> but then I'd hide in the other room or something. It was kind of, kind of introverted at the time. Go imagine that now. <laughs> so, uh so we, I don't know, we, you know, kids are, you know, when you like somebody, you kind of pick on them and all oh, yeah. that. So we got this big, uh, big arguing match trying to cut each other down, even though I, I liked her a lot. And I think she probably liked me like a brother, maybe. So, uh, so we're going back and forth, these insults. And I remember the final insult she said, and I can remember this day, I was laughing, told my wife, she said, you know what? One day you're going to be 50 years old as an old man sitting there playing Atma by yourself. <laughs> and I was sitting in the bedroom one time by myself. My wife was out with somebody. I'm rolling the dice. I thought to myself, you know what? Damn it. She won that argument. She was right. I am 50 and, playing Atma by myself sitting in a dark bedroom. And, She's and right. you know what? And you know what? It ain't I, that bad. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. And the bad thing is, I love it. I'll do it on that. You know, but... Uh, I'll be 90 with a walker, you know, <laughs> rolling off the dice, trying to bend over, get the dice off the floor. I, that's beautiful. That is now that. Now that's a great, that's a great Apple story. You, you, you. Every time I tell her that she feels so bad. She goes, you know, I didn't mean that. I love you. I'm like, well, you were right. Hell, you were right. No, but, no. But, uh, it kept me going all those years. <laughs> that's right. That, but I, I always get a kick out of that story thinking about that. That's funny. Uh, that is, that is funny. So you're going to this year's convention, I take it? Yes, sir. Matter of fact, I meant to book my room and pay for me and my buddy Billy's tickets today. He always, I pay him, he pays me back, but uh, work was kind of a bear. I didn't get to it, but it's on my to-do list next two days to get to the I Got to get that hotel. You don't want to be in the same hotel. You don't want to wait the last No, minute. no, yeah. I think it's the, the Hilton Garden, I believe it is. It's nice. It's really nice. I've been there yeah. several times. Yeah. They do a great job with it. Really good job. Any, uh, any idea on what uh, team you're going to be picking for the tourney? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I've already, obviously, I've scouted a bunch. The couple of ones I've thought about, I don't play well with Braves teams, quite frankly. Mm. Just like my buddy's a Houston Astros fan. He didn't play with Astros teams. I don't know what it is, like a curse to play with your own <laughs> right. team. Maybe it's too much pressure, maybe. Right. But I was looking at the 2006 Minnesota Twins. I was looking at the 2018 Cleveland Indians. And there's a team I'm doing really well with in the 60s league right now in Go called the 63 White Sox. Oh, yeah. They're pretty much all pitching, no hitting. Yeah, right. But I tend to love them kind of teams. I love them kind of teams where you just kind of grind it out and yep. win 3-2 or one nothing. Now, granted, if it's going to be a, a slugging game, I'm just going to get destroyed. I just have to concede that. Yeah. If it's an eight-run game, I'm not going to win. I think – But yeah, uh, yeah cause I, but those are a couple of teams I was thinking about. And also considering if I do a Braves team, it might be 99 – or 96 or 93 i don't do 98 which is the best team in the run especially from an app standpoint because yeah. pretty much there's a lot of people that play 98 and i like to be original mm. i just like to take somebody else's team they've been playing with for a while i try to find my own team and you know making you know try to do something different and, maybe. and it's got to be a team that that you like i mean it's got to be a, a fun team it's got to be a team with players that you like i mean and, and again it's it's not about you know necessarily winning you want to have a good team because like you said you're competitive 
but you know, guys tend to, to take teams, uh, either they're a power team and they like power teams or a pitching team. They got great bullpens or like you mentioned the 63 socks. They have a lot of speed. Uh, you know, that's what you go with. I know I I'm, I'm going to pick the 64 Phillies, the, the folding Phillies, because mm-hmm. I, I, I love that team. I mean, I, 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 as much as, as much as it sands me, uh, that they they folded and lost in '64. I think they had a good team for a short series. You know what I mean? I I don't think they're an all uh, a long season type team, but I think in a short series uh, they could do some. You got Short and Bunning to start. You got a pretty decent bullpen, and then you've got some hitters in the middle of the lineup. Now top and bottom maybe not, but I love that team, and and that's what I'm going with. If I do well, fine. If I'm out in the in the first round, you know, that's fine, too, but I'm going to have fun. It's kind of funny you mentioned that particular team. I've been going to these Florida tournaments uh, that Tony Stevens, my buddy, has yeah. been putting on Tony, now for many, many mm-hmm. years. And we do, you know, we do twice a year. We just had our most recent one called the uh, Spring Break from Reality, which was last Yeah, Saturday. I heard. Yeah, I saw that up there. Yeah. And uh, that was I took actually took the 99 Braves. I don't normally take Braves teams that much because I tend to fold with them. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Braves in real life in the playoffs. <laughs> right. But um, so I took them and I started out strong, kind of filling my oats. And then I lost the last two games, like, gosh, one nothing, 6 mm. 1. And on a tiebreaker differential, uh, I lost to the 27 Yankees not to get out of that uh, division. Mm. But uh, a different tournament, a different Florida tournament several years ago, a, a fellow brought the 64 Phillies. And he either won it or he was runner-up. I'm trying to remember which one it was. He played really well. Yeah, I, and, and so it's funny to and, mention that. And I think it's I think it's a sleeper team. I think it's a sleeper team. I, I think it's a team that nobody really thinks about when they go into these tournaments. But it's, it's just a team I love for a lot of reasons. I'm doing a '64 replay. My mom's first cousin pitched for the Phillies, so I, I'm really I, I'm I'm really gonna get into it. And like I said, win or lose, I'll have fun with them. Now, with now, with well, the, you've got to be you've got to be excited about the, the new Phillies uh, lineups. I just got done watching y'all thrash us these last. I three watched games. the game last and night. I, I, I'm pretty excited for you, quite yeah, frankly. I, I, I watched the game last night. Now, I'm I'm not a huge Philly fan now. I mean, I've, I'm I'm I, I oh, love Cincinnati, not. and I, I'm still, believe it or not, a Reds fan. But I just love baseball as a whole. I'll watch any game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did watch that Phillies Braves game last night, and boy, I tell you what, they are pumped in Philadelphia with Harper there. I tell you what, Harper's hit two homers about to the moon yes. since he's been over there. I mean, he's hit two of the longest homers I've seen over there. And, he, and they're embracing him, and he's embracing them. I mean, it's just they, – they've got a hell of a lineup. Of, you know, the the new catcher, the shorts. Yeah, Hoskins. They're Hoskins much improved. Yeah. I mean, they hell, they got Franco hitting in the yeah, eight hole eight. now. The 25 home run Franco's down the eight hole. They're yeah, pretty they're good. Not, they're, they're, pretty they're good. They're not bad. If they can uh, get any uh, pitching at all, they, uh, they, they should be in really, really good shape. Well, I, I, I know you yeah. I know you've got to get back to looking for your teams. And I and I'm wondering when you're picking a team, do you look at the team and figure out how you can sing a guy's name when they come up there? Does that make a difference? You know, it's funny. I've not put that as much thought into it. I might have to really consider that you as got, well. If that it, may if be it the come, deciding factor. If it comes down to a tiebreaker, right. You gotta go with the names that sing out, man. That's what yeah, I, I've got to look for something that rhymes. I'm, I'm real, you know. I try to sort of rhymes together. Man, I guess you're gonna rhyme. That a boy. Not now. You're thinking. Hey, listen. Before I let you go, I, I I got onto your Facebook site and I wasn't creeping on you. I just figured, you know, I like to see what sure. you know what my my upcoming guests are are all about. And I and I see you, you've got a lot of pictures of concerts on there. It looks like you're an avid concert goer. Is that true? I am an avid, avid, avid concert goer. I'll probably be working on about a hundred to pay off all the concerts we bought. <laughs> we go to probably 30, 35 a year. All, wow. And I like everything. I'm a soft rock, hard rock, heavy metal. I'm big into alternative 90s. Wow. My wife is more of a popper, a rap, and boy bands. I mean, a lot of my buddies joke, I have no testosterone left in my body after some of the shows I've been to. From new kids on the block to backstreet boys. I mean, I hate to admit this kind of stuff in public. With hundred million people listed, or hundred people listed, but uh, but yeah, it's not, but we go to a lot of stuff. I mean, she's I, we go to her shows, we go to my shows, but we love. Yeah, I, I, we um, that's my two passions. And I know you got a lot of pictures. I mean, I saw you went to Bob Seger to uh, Elton John. You know, one and, and here's here's one of my favorite bands that uh, you know you don't hear that much about the Gin Blossoms. I love that band. That I we, we saw them. We saw on my page. Obviously, we saw them maybe a month yeah. ago. 
all the original lineup except for the drummer, and they were absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, they were small venue. We're right on top of them. They, the voice sounded good. The guitar sounded good. We were all blown away by it. was just like being back in like 1993. Yeah, yeah they, they, you know? And I love that whole Arizona kind of country alternative rock sound. Yeah, they, you know, they were. They were. I saw them in Cleveland at a Fourth of July concert, and I was right. I mean, literally first row. And uh, it, it was it, I, obviously when you get great seats like that, it makes the concert a little bit better. But they were good. I, I was into them and, and 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 I still try to see, you know, when they're when they're coming close to town to to go to go check it out. And I saw also you saw Tom Petty. I'm assuming that was his last tour, right? No, I didn't see Tom Petty, one of my big uh, uh, negatives. But what you probably saw on my Facebook page was we went to the Fleetwood Mac farewell tour. Uh-huh. And when they kicked Lindsey Buckingham they out, picked up Mike they Paris. picked up Tom Petty's yeah. guitarist, and they did a big tribute to Tom Petty, which I took some pictures oh, of the tribute okay. on the big screen. I got you. Yeah, they did um, the uh, you know uh, 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 free fall and a tribute to him. It was very emotional scene. It, it made me just so much regret never seeing Tom Petty. I mean, I've been you know you just take it for granted that you'll catch him next year. Yeah. You'll catch him next year. Well, half these guys are passing away. I mean, I remember seeing the Eagles a few years yeah. ago. It was the first time I'd seen them, and I was so happy I did because Glenn right. Fry died right after that. He yeah, died. that. So at least I got to see the full, you know, full Eagles together with Glenn Fry, and it was amazing. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, amazing. The, the, but it's like, the, uh, you know. The Tom Petty thing for me is, is that I never saw Tom Petty before. I've always been a huge fan. I mean, when you look mm-hmm. at just the, the archive of music that he's put up, and <clears throat> he was coming to Cincinnati. You know, nobody knew it was this last tour, but it kind of, and again, it was like, well, you know, how long are they going to tour? This may be the last tour that they do. And he was coming to town, but the tickets were really expensive and they were not great tickets. And I said, I, I'd love to see him, but I'm not going to go. And my daughter who works for Cincinnati Bell here uh, got free tickets and they were pretty decent. And so she said, dad, I know you've never seen him. Let's go. So uh, we went. And, you know, got to see the concert and less than three months later, he was gone. And I think, you know, boy, I, I, I'm just so happy that I got to see not, not only Tom Petty live once, but that last tour and just before his death. And I'm telling you what, you talk about a tight band that I, it, it was almost like they had recorded the music and played it on stage. That's how good it was. They didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a chord. Uh, it it was it was an awesome concert, and I, I wish you would have seen him because. Uh, yeah, I do concert. too. I'm really kicking myself yeah. on that. I really am. I and then like and the other thing you, you're talking about, we we just saw you know, last few several weeks. It was the Elton John yeah, farewell right. tour, and it was the Bob Seger farewell right. tour. Well, they're both 73, <laughs> and I, and I've probably been to five six hundred concerts in my life. And I've been, I mean, I I'm also a you know, music junkie and an ABBA junkie. That's my that's your two, two vices, right? Sport, sports, ABBA, and music. That's that's right. it. And well, I brought and movies and TV. I have a few other vices, but uh, those two shows, you know, I just could not believe the set list for both. I could not believe how good they sounded. The Elton John's band didn't even have any backup singers. It's a bunch of old guys singing their butts off and sounding yeah. amazing. It was just blew me away. They could be that good. Yeah, well. At this age, on the final run, it was just and, phenomenal. I told me and my wife both said, and Elton John's had a great, great band behind him for years. I mean, those guys mm-hmm. are top notch, and and that really makes the show so much better. I mean, you know, you got the headliner, you got the front man, but if you don't have a good band behind you, it's not the same show. Uh, it, and, and another thing about the Elton John show um, was that I, the set list was chosen so perfectly. For the final, he did not do any kind of Lion King yeah. stuff, nothing after Lion King. I was so happy yeah. that he went heavy 70s and a little bit 80s. I mean, he, he went with like murderous roads, yeah. the set list on the final show. He did not fool around. He wasn't experimenting and he wasn't playing anything like, you know, real poppy. He was just, you know, going for the real meat and potatoes. He, he, just, I was beyond He happy. played, he was, played what he knew everybody wanted to hear. And that's what, that's what makes Elton John great because he knew that's what his fans wanted to hear if Appa ever comes up with a rock and roll music game, you and I are both in it. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm all in on that. Yeah, okay, heck yeah. I'll embarrass myself with the best of them. I'm ready to go with that. Uh, John, I, sure. I got to tell you, I had a great time talking to you, man. This was a lot of fun. Uh, you're a fun guy. Can't wait to meet you in Alpharetta uh, come June 21st, that weekend of, uh, of June. And uh, uh, keep playing Alpha. Keep keep deciding what, you're, what team you're going to pick, and maybe we'll meet up uh, uh, playing each other in the tournament. Well, if not, let's play a couple sample games on the side one night or something. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll get on. I'll get on Apple Go. We'll do that, and we'll play some there as well if we do on the side. That'd be great. That'd be great, buddy. I really enjoyed talking to you too. I really appreciate your patience uh, tracking me down. Thank you very much. Not a problem. That. Anytime, and uh, have a great night. And thanks for your time, John. Take, See you, buddy. Care. Good night. And welcome back, everybody, to this week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan, and joining me now. It's a gentleman we've had on the program before. We talked to him about his uh, league experiences, his app experiences, and he is back to begin a semi-regular segment that we're going to have on the program. It's going to be called Commissioner's Corner, and uh, we're going to talk a a lot about uh, different ways to run a league, to play a league, to come up with rules in a league, drafts, you name it. We're going to talk about, and the guy that's really going to do most of the talking is my guest, Dominic Provisiero. How you doing, Dom? How are you, John? Good evening. Oh, it's my paisan, man. I, I, I got to have some Italian love here on the program, and Dom's my main man. Dom, uh, you're in a hotel room in New Jersey, I understand, tonight. I am uh, semi-trapped in Spitbarkus, uh, <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what better way to spend the night than Wakanda? Uh, there you go. I like, I like, your, I like your attitude. Um, well, you know, you came up with this idea. You, you ran it past uh, John Herson. John liked it. He ran it past me. I thought it's a great idea. And we, we, we did. We have talked a few to a few of our guests about league play, what it's like to be in the league, some of the challenges of being in a league, uh, certainly some challenges of the commissioner. And uh, you came up with this idea to kind of just run through a general outline, try to cover all of the items that. Uh, folks would come up against in in league play, and we're going to try to bring it into a concise weekly segment and uh, uh, talk a little bit about what uh, we are going to be uh, discussing over the next uh, several weeks. Okay, well, what we're going to what we're going to basically do is, um, you know, I've been a commissioner and I've been a member of the league for many many years, as many of the uh, have nation have also. Uh, what we're looking to do is just get some some league discussion going. You know, um, I'm sure there's a lot of commissioners running into issues, or maybe you know you woke up and you want to decide, hey, I want to start a league. You know, where do you start? What are some of the pitfalls? What are some of the things you have to think about? Okay, um, so that's what we want to do. We want to kind of break this up into sessions. Okay, and we're going to cover a lot of different things. Like you said, we're going to cover you know. Um, how do you start? Where do you find players? What kind of rules? Uh, websites, message boards, things like that. Um, amongst all, as, as we get to talking, we want to encourage people's feedback. We want to encourage their questions. And we want to really encourage their ideas for future topics. What I'm hoping here is after the first session that people will write in or call in uh, and basically say, hey, you know, make sure you cover this, or how about this, or I had a problem with this, what should I do? You know, and, and this is for guys in the leagues to listen to, especially commissioners, but everybody as a member, uh, to, to gain some more information and to get some ideas. Yeah, and, and like I said, uh, it, it, when when you mentioned to John and he ran it past me, it's, it sounded like a great idea, and we're happy that you're able to do it with us. Uh, and, and what you mentioned, and I think it's going to be an important part of, of this uh, uh, segment that we're going to have is you want some feedback. We want to have the folks that listen to it that have questions about league play there, or even may have an idea uh, about league play or what they do in their league to contact the program. And you can do it uh, by now. And here's the important thing. And I'm going to mention this again at the end of uh, this week's podcast. But no matter how you listen to this podcast, because you'll get a notification and I, I always put it up on the uh, uh, This Week in Apple Facebook page um, when a new uh, program's coming up. And you can hear it through different, uh, many different ways. You can hear it through uh, 
uh, you know, your iPhone, the Apple app. You can listen to Google Play. You can listen to it through Spotify. I believe there's seven different ways to listen to this, but you're not actually downloading the Anchor app, which is what this program is 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 generated by. So if you want to be a part of the program, you need to download the app on your phone, and then you'll see a a, a little uh, icon or um, uh, a little note at the top that says voicemail, where you can send me a voicemail. You got to keep it to 60 seconds, but if you have something you want to say, you have a comment uh, or an idea, and you can do this with the show, not only with this with this uh, Commissioner's Corner segment that uh, Dom's going to do, but you can do this for anything as far as the podcast goes, and send us some feedback and, and just talk. It's just like sending a voicemail. I'll get it. Uh, some I'll play on the on the following podcast, or I'll very least mention it and uh, bring up the question or the idea. But you have to download the app and then favorite the program. You'd have to search out this week in APA, and that way you can contribute to uh, the TWA podcast every single week if you would wish. So, uh, but that's what we're looking for in this Dom is is basically to to uh, have folks. Uh, uh, send me a, a one minute or less than a minute uh, voicemail um, talking about what you're going to be talking about, and this will help you. I come with come up with ideas or expand on what you're talking about on a weekly basis. Yeah, and we're hoping that we can, uh, you know, have those questions or ideas, you know, actually heard and discuss them on uh, future programs. All right, then. So I think uh, it's a, you know, I think it's going to be a good segment, and I think a lot of people. Uh, will will react to it. Well, I'm excited about it. Uh, you called it Commissioner's Corner. And so uh, what are we talking about this week, week one? Tell us what's on, on the format. Well, basically, we're going to talk about, you know, you wake up one morning and you decide that you want to start an Apple League, and you say, okay, how do, how do I begin? You know, where do I go? What do I do? What's the first things I have to do? Uh, obviously, if you're creating the league, more than likely you're going to be the commissioner or at least the initial commissioner. Um, I would always suggest to have a co-founder this way they can share some of the work because sometimes it gets to be a lot of work depending on how large the, the league is. So I would say the first thing you want to do is to decide how do you want to play, okay? There's obviously a lot of options, more options these days than there were in the past. So let's start with some of the options. You can, you can decide that you want to play basic boards. You can decide you want to play master game boards. You can decide you want to play BBW, or you can decide you want to play Apple Go. So that would be the four main choices. Okay? Um, again, depending on um, you know uh, how many people you want, how big the league you want, uh, what kind of league you want. You know, if you want something where it's just four or five guys sitting around the table every Friday night playing boards, or do you want to expand it and get it for the BBW and do stuff online? So that's, I think, the first actual question you have to ask. Okay. And then once you decide which format you want to play, and, and what I should add is that, you know, like in my own league, we actually play different formats. So, so yeah. actually, guys can play Master Games, and they can, oh, somebody else can choose to play BBW. It all works out very nicely somehow in the world of Apple. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that you, you need to do is determine your format. Then I think what you have to determine next is what type of um, what type of season? Like, in other words, do you want to do a current season, you know, with the current plays, like the Mike Trouts and the Frankie Lindors, or do you want to do a retro? There's a lot of retro leagues out there where they basically, you know, they'll start from, like, you know, whatever, 1980 or 1990, and then they move up that way. So their next uh, season would be, say, they start with 90, the next season would be 1991, okay? And that's, and that's pretty interesting because... You know, you already know what the players are going to do, right? I mean, you kind of do with, with the current season, too, but you're looking at somebody that you choose somebody like, uh, you know, if you put Tom Seaver on your, on, your, uh, on your team, you know what he's going to do for the next 15, 20 years. So it's, it's kind of like um, different than the current season. You know, if you pick, you pick a, a person like uh, Ronald, Ronald Apuna, you think he's going to be a good ball player, but you really don't know, right? You're going to project that. 
So it's a little different. You know, it's more of a guessing game with the, with the newer players because you don't know how they're really going to perform over the next few years. So, so that's your first two things. Number one, which format? Number two, what type of season? Then the next thing you have to decide is, is this going to be a face-to-face league? Is it going to be an online league? Is it going to be a male league? Is it going to be a combination? Okay. And again, not, not to keep bringing up my league, but because of obviously I'm a league member, I'm going to, you know, interject a lot of things that, that we do in our league. So we do, we do both. Okay. The guys that live close to each other, we sit down and we play face to face. And the guys that live across the country or, you know, in Florida to New York or whatever the case may be, we'll play some online BBW. So what, what you do first, probably sit down with somebody, a friend uh, that, that wants to do this with you, and now you have to make these decisions. What do we want to do? You know, what We, we love APA. We, we want to ex- expand that fund by being in a league, by creating a league. Um, how do we want to do this? And that's how you basically start. That's how you take your first step in doing that. Well, and, and you made some, some really uh, good and valid points. I mean, again, the different formats uh, is a lot of guys that start leagues uh, that, that I've talked to think that, well, everybody's got to get on board with rolling dice or everybody's got to be uh, with BBW. And it's really not that difficult to span the entire gamut of different of, of ways to play the game. The main thing is, is obviously you have to find a way to do your stats, whether it's through ball, a ball score or whether it's through the the BBW uh, stat generator, uh, but you can do it playing in different formats. Uh, every, you know, all the players can be playing three to four different formats. Um, the other thing, and, and something that I've been into as well, has been retro and current leagues. And you're exactly right. The retro leagues uh, are interesting because you do know what players are going to do. And uh, whereas in the current leagues, like you said, you got a guy like Akuna, you, you're, you're, thinking that this guy's going to be a great player for 10-plus years, but an injury could bring that all to a grinding halt. So um, there, there's different ways of doing it. I've enjoyed both types of leagues, and uh, and I think that's what, when you are getting started uh, or you're interested in starting an Apple League, is really what you need to do is kind of get all of these things in place right from the get-go, get them straightened out, make sure everybody's on the same page, and start running. Right, and and the other and the other side of this is if, if you're not the guy that's creating a league, let's just say you're a guy who's joining a league. Yeah. Look at all the options, right? right. So 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 in reality, the, the the greatest thing that I've always thought about Papa is the fact that you know it's so versatile, right? You could pay, you could choose to play Apple a thousand different ways. Right. Okay, I mean, there's a lot of ways that people play Apple. I'm not even I don't even <laughs> right. right, but they right. do. Right. And and that's the beauty. So, hey, you know what? You guys love basic boards and you want to start a basic league, then you do it, right? If, you, if you're if you a guy that wants to join a league, well, you there's plenty of places, and we're going to talk about that in the upcoming weeks, you know, right. how to find the league, right? right. So now you, you say to yourself, well, what do I want to do? I don't want to be, I don't want to start a league, but I want to be in a league. Right. And you know what? I'd love to be in a made, uh, master game board league that is a retro league. And it's out there. Yeah, so like, you'll find it's one. like eBay. Like, if you go on eBay, you could find anything, right? It's the same thing. Right. If you want to find a league based on your life, what, how you like to play Apple, you can find one. If you don't find one, then you create one. Yeah. And, that's, and you look out there. You, I mean, there are hundreds of leagues, and, and they all have hundreds of different rule books and there's so many different rules and that's what we're going to talk about too in the future is you know unique rules that one league might have and people you know get to know about it and they say wow that's a great that's a great rule i'd love to bring that into my league yeah you know so so you get a lot of that stuff and it's all about this it's all about sharing information right 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 and 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 it's 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 something that uh, i guarantee you're going to have get enjoyment from uh uh, and and there's going to be a lot that we're going to talk about, as you mentioned, in the future. What's coming up for next week's segment, Dom? Well, next week, what we're going to talk about is, you know, once you've decided how to play, what season type you want, uh, how do you find players? Uh, where do you find managers? You know, do you look under a rock? You know, how, what do you what do you do? You put out a want ad, you know. So there's some pretty unique ways to find players. 
uh, that I'm going to tell you about uh, next week. Well, the first segment is uh, is a hit. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I know all you folks that are listening uh, have probably had some experience with leagues and. And, and if you have, and if you just want to drop a comment about your league or some of the things that you do or how you be, came upon the league you're in now or how you started one, don't forget, get with me. You have to download the Anchor app onto your phone, and then you'll see the little uh, icon, and I believe it's at the top right corner of your phone screen that'll say send a voicemail. Uh, you can send it directly to me. I will get it. I will talk about it or actually play it on the next podcast. And if you have any questions for Dom, uh, do it uh, in that format. That way we'll get it, and Dom will have some fodder for his next shows. Uh, Dom, again, thanks so much for, for coming on and being part of, uh, of this uh, podcast on a regular basis now. So we'll be seeing you again real, real soon. John, it's always a pleasure, and let's not forget – they're going to hear this tomorrow, so happy opening day. Ah, there you go. Reds Pirates tomorrow right here in my hometown, so can't, can't, can't wait to do it. Uh, Dom, thanks again, and uh, we're going to be right back uh, with another segment of this week in Apple, so stay tuned. Well, it's that time again to put another episode of This Weekend Appa to Bed. I want to thank my guest on this edition, John Buffalo Bill Cody, who came in and took some time to talk with us, and also Dominic Provisiero. And we're going to hear a lot more from Dom uh, over the next couple of months in his commissioner's corner, thanks to both of them. I want to remind everybody to download the Anchor app and then favorite this particular podcast. That way you can be part of the program. You can send me voicemails and uh, if uh, and when I possibly dial you up to make you part of the program, we may do that at some point in time. Just have like a little free for all of all of the uh, fans of this week in APA. So don't forget to do that. And then you can listen to the podcast on any number of platforms, including uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, just some of the ways to listen. And also, of course, right here on Anchor. So uh, thanks again for listening. We'll be back again next week with a new edition, edition number 61, believe it or not. So uh, stick around for that one. We'll let you know when it comes up on the Facebook This Week in APA page and some of the other uh, APA pages on Facebook. Until next time, this is your host, John Aslan, saying so long and thanks for listening.